Is that to, how you record most of the videos? Yeah. Okay. And I'll have a little tripod or a, what do you call it? Like a selfie stick or something? Yep. Okay. And I joined a um, video school, uh, and it's the business video school. I've been in it for oh, a couple of years to kind of learn better how to present it and mm -hmm. also how to edit. I love the editing part. That's yeah. the fun part for yeah. me because then you add like music and little like weird things coming out of your mouth. And, and, uh, <laughs> Welcome to Agent Success Podcast. If you're a real estate agent looking to succeed in today's crazy market, well, you're in the right place. Each week we talk with successful real estate agents willing to share their expert insights, trade secrets, and mindset that help them to succeed. There's no fluff just straight to the point content that prioritizes one thing above all, your success. So without further ado, let's cut to the chase. All right, everybody, we have with us today, Sarah Pelton. How are you doing, Sarah? I'm doing great. Tim. Awesome. Thank awesome. And uh, Sarah is a real estate agent at Front Range Real Estate. I like your shirt. What does your shirt say? It says badass realtor. It does say that. It Interesting. Does. Wow. Did you come up with this or did did you win an award to for that shirt or it's it's a self-designation or what what is that? Well, actually my broker um, made a t-shirt for me after she hired me. She it, could nice. see the potential. She <laughs> she saw that. She said, "You know what? <laughs> You're going places. Girl. I'm going to give you a black belt before you even get fighting, right?" That's <laughs> All right. That's right. Well, actually I came with the black belt. Oh, did so, you? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> nice. All right. And uh, how long have you been doing real estate? I have been a realtor for eight years now. Eight years. So mm -hmm. you got in, let's see, that would be, uh, rates were good eight years ago. Mm -hmm. um, house prices were actually considerably lower than they are now. Um, so it, it was... It was a good market. wasn't a bad market by any means, right? No, so you, you've, you've been in the, you've been in with at least a decent market your entire entire time in real estate. That's correct. Except for a year ago when they raised interest rates out of the blue. And then all of a sudden, all these real estate agents that were um, doing a lot of transactions stopped doing transactions. And so I pulled up some some stats and, and it seems to me, based off, I, I get nerded out on statistics a lot. It seems to me that a lot of newer realtors... Um, over the, say, the last three or four years, a lot of them have fizzled out completely because it was a fake market, you know, in, yeah. in, in 2020, 2021, right? It's a fake market. But in addition to that, a lot of agents that were completely crushing it, a lot of these newer agents are taking a piece of the pie. So now they're not getting the, the 200 transactions that their teams are used to getting. Now they're getting 60, right? And, and it's getting spread further out. But I've seen a lot of a lot of real estate agents not be able to make enough to make a living. And that's where you are setting yourself apart, right? You're making enough to make a living. Yes. You're actually succeeding. You're actually doing quite well in real estate. Whereas a lot of agents um, can't quite figure out this turn, this, this turn from 2021 to 2022, that change. Uh, did you see a struggle from 21 to 22? Did your, did your production change? At all, because right now it's still very good, but did, was there a change for you? Well, there was a slowing for a couple of months. Um, 
but no, not really. Uh, and I think a lot of it is at this point in my career, most of my referrals mm -hmm. are from former clients okay. or referrals yeah. from clients. So yeah. that's the difference is when you're starting out in it, you don't have any clients to refer you. You yeah. haven't proven yourself. Now that I'm at a, a stage where I've actually proven myself, it's it's most 95% of my business is referral. That is, that is the dream position. And the, the weird thing to me is a lot of agents don't actually achieve that. Even being in the industry for 15 or 20 years, it feels like they're always on the hunt constantly as opposed to repeat and referral business. Oh, well, you have to treat your clients well the first time yeah. around <laughs> in order for them to come yeah. back. Now, what, what about follow-up? What do you do? And keep in mind, so what, what the, the, in this podcast, you know, we like to talk and find out like down to the heart of the matter, like really what actions are leading to your success? What do other agents, what are they missing? So let's, let's ask about follow-up really quickly. After closing, post-closing, do you stay in contact with your clients at all? Yes. Yes, okay. absolutely. Do you have, do you have a schedule for that or is it, is it just more your friends at that point or do you have a kind of a, a structured follow-up? Um, well, a lot of my clients have become personal friends, mm -hmm. so there's follow-up in social activities. Sure. Um, I do things like um, a drip campaign for, like, Boomerang. It's oh, a, yeah, yeah, I love Boomerang. Yeah, yeah I do, yeah. too. And yeah. my clients love it, too. So it's free or, you know, uh, buy one, get one free. I like, I like that because it's not, uh, it's not a silly recipe or fall colors. Instead, it's like, hey, there's a new burger place opening on South Tejon. Right. Buy one, get one free for the next month. Right. Or right. during, during, uh, I think it was Christmas, they did a uh, Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factory. It's like, right. Buy a half Every pound month of fudge. They have yeah. Something, some, new. something new. Yeah. So it makes it to where, and I actually didn't know if people were using that for a while when I, when I was, um, I was debating if I wanted to keep doing boomerang. And so I would go out uh, a couple times and I used the coupon myself because I'd send myself one. Uh -huh. And I would, I would, um, go and ask them, have you guys gotten many of these? And, and understanding I'm not the only one that sends them out. There's, you know, there's hundreds of them that go out all over the time mm -hmm. or all over the place. And shockingly, almost everybody said, oh yeah, we got, we got a ton of these this month. And my clients like ask me about that too. If they like, yeah. are you making sure to change my address? <laughs> so I still get the coupon. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. that's cool. So you do. Yeah. So, out, I so do that. outside of that, what else do you do? I do a lot of videos. Mm -hmm. And so I have a monthly newsletter and I try to attach one of the videos that I've made to the newsletter. So it's a, it's a newsletter that a company creates mm -hmm. for you and it may have it's like a subscription you pay for. Yes. Okay. And maybe like, you know, a, a top, Topic about home ownership and then a recipe and then mm -hmm. and, and you put a video and I put a video of mine I, within that newsletter yes okay. for my little YouTube channel and what do so. you what do you so you do a video a month like one a month yes or? okay yep. and what do you try to on your videos um, and just because we, we do a lot of video out right. of here so I, I'm, I'm curious um, what I, I have found is that often consistency is the most important. And then, uh, of course, the message has to be there, right? Mm -hmm. So consistency of the message. But the quality of the video comes in second or third, even after the consistency. And so when you go to shoot your videos, um, what topics you're using and what, do you, what kind of equipment? Are you using your phone? Are you using a, a studio? What, what are you doing? Uh, well, on the topics, I do a variety depending mm -hmm. on maybe I'll do like a 
what to do for fall cleanup or something yeah. okay. or um, staging. Do you dress some, up with like rubber gloves and shows you scrubbing yes. the floor? Okay, cool. Yeah. I, I'm all about the, the different, instead of just sitting being a talking head, yeah. I've jumped out of boxes. I've walked, <laughs> walked in the woods. I've done bizarre yeah. things. The, the, the stranger, I think, yeah. the better. And um, so my, my friends and family mm-hmm. that I send the newsletter to, so I pick like, a, whatever, 100 people for my newsletter. Yeah. These are the people that know you, like you, trust, trust you, you. Yeah, right? sure. not just uh, former clients. And then I send them, and I get a lot of feedback from mm-hmm. that. Sometimes not, <laughs> not always positive. <laughs> but um, anyway, it's just me yeah. clowning around, and yeah. people like that. I just, yeah. I'm, you know, it's my natural self. And how long is the video, uh, the videos typically? Oh, typically try to stay under 30 seconds. Oh, wow. Okay. But right sometimes, to the point. Uh, well, I'm like TikTok stuff I do under yeah. 30 seconds. But, um, Maybe two minutes at the okay. at the most, and I kind of warn them. You know, if you bear with me for two minutes, I'm going to show you. And I usually do five of this. What's you know, eight great reasons to hire me. I have you know. So you act, so so you act. However, you're going to act. You act yourself. You have fun with it. Yes. But then you're adding value in there, right? So oh, with, right, within right. this two minutes, you're going to get something out of it. It's not just me jumping out of a box or falling out of a tree. It's actually like real information. Yeah. It's okay. little tips for um, all kinds of things. But um, th- I try to provide some mm-hmm. value into what I'm doing. But then I'll put that in my newsletter and okay. send it out. I also do um, videos like one-on-one phone videos t- instead of... Like a bomb bomb or a text video or something like that? Yeah, a text video. Okay. So it's your birthday. Yeah. If I'd known, I would have sent you one. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah. It's Tim's birthday. Um, so I'll do a little message to yeah. you specifically. Okay. And people just like that. It's, mm-hmm. t- it's personal to them. Uh, it's I love that. Do you try to do that on your, on your past clients' birthdays? Well... No, I yeah I do, but I don't know everyone's birthday. So. That's and see that is interesting. As but a an real anniversary, uh, you know, something. It's whatever. National Somehow you're doing. Redhead do- day. I yeah. would send Andrea. You know, <laughs> you'd, t- you'd send her. Uh, you'd send her. Uh, I like your guys's. Bo- do we have two shirts here? Yeah. Right. Yeah. We, we got a realtor one and a and a mortgage one. That's good. I wonder what the two of you walking down the street, redheads, fiery. Both you. You guys need to go to lunch wearing these. Th- I know. Wearing these two shirts. I think you, you'd probably get a free lunch. I'm yeah. not. If sure. you're buying, we're going. <laughs> <laughs> is that how that free lunch is going to happen? That's how it happens, Okay, dude. all right, right on. <laughs> but anyway, I use my phone. I use yeah. my iPhone. Uh, is that how you record most of the videos? Yeah. Okay. And I'll have a little tripod or a, what do you call it? Like a selfie stick or something? Yep. Okay. And I joined a um, video school, uh, and it's the business video school. I've been in it for oh, a couple of years to kind of learn better how to present it and mm-hmm. also how to edit. I love the editing part. That's yeah. the fun part for yeah. me because then you add like music and little like weird things coming out of your mouth. And, and uh, <laughs> what, what software are you using to edit? Um, I use uh, Capwing or Kapwing. Depends okay. On, yeah, I haven't yeah. heard that one. Yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty easy. Is I, it, is I tried to use the... Um, Apple stuff, but it's just that was way too complicated for me. Yeah, you know, Apple's interesting. Um, I, I think they do a lot of very good editing stuff, but they're, they're free stuff. Here's what I found when I was, I tried to edit with uh, Apple because they have a lot of options. Mm-hmm. I found that their free stuff lacked some of the 
needed things that, that you know that that I that I wanted. But then when I paid for the but I love how the free one works. It's like uh-huh. super easy and intuitive, right? Uh-huh. But then when I when I wanted the extra tools, I did their paid version. And then I had to like learn a new language. It was like, well, here, we're going to learn Italian now. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? What's going <laughs> B, on here? We have to know what to do with the B-roll. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. it Exa- things, exactly. Yes. It, got, it got a little bit complicated for me there. Yeah. So If it's too complicated, I won't do it. So I, you, you know, I'm old school, so yeah. it takes a little longer <laughs> to learn So l- let, me ask you, let me ask you, when you do a video, do you spend a lot of time on it? Is it a one hour done, two hour, half day, three day, like, like to get that video out? It's up. a couple of hours. A couple of hours, it. okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, to get it to, people are just used to that, um, you know, quick, give me the yeah. quick, fast, yeah. I want to see. So you have to keep moving things in your video for different images and it sounds. Has, and it has gotten um, massively... Uh, shorter over the last like seven or eight years, last five years, last three years to where it's, it needs to get to the point and it needs to, it needs to be an attention getter like yeah. f- fairly quickly. Everything's right? a TikTok video now. It's pretty wild. So I yeah. had to join TikTok just so I could, that could be my, my TikTok is a, a little more off the cuff. Okay. Um, <laughs> so if somebody wanted to go see your TikTok, where would they go? Okay. So my TikTok is uh, Red the Realtor. At badass realtor for you. Uh, you've basically hit all of the <laughs> all the points in that name. That's good. <laughs> you, you've hit all the points on there. So, um, so I, I stuck with the social. I can't do you can't do everything well on every social yep. media platform. So for me, I stuck with Facebook because older people, yeah. like a lot of my people who want to buy a house are on right? Facebook, <laughs> who yeah. can afford to buy a house, yeah. are on Facebook. Yeah. And you have to engage mm-hmm. with that as well. And then I'm not as good on Instagram because that's kind of the group I, I, I just, I'm not that familiar with yeah. Instagram, but I'll do. Or YouTube. millennial and slightly younger. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do a YouTube, I have a YouTube um, channel, and then I have, uh, I do TikTok as well. Okay. Just because it's fun. Yeah. It's I some hilarious stuff on there. TikTok, you know. Yeah. Still have to get my like animals in somehow, but <laughs> I'm working on that. So when you, uh, are, are you finding um, at any point that something you're saying or doing in your video is, is um, a, making more people react to want to reach out to you? Uh, meaning, um, are you adding a certain kind of value or is it more goofy or what is it that you're getting the most reactions from? What types of videos? Oh, hmm. Because I've heard different stories well, of that. Some people you always like, you have know. to have a call to action is what okay. I've been told. So at every video or TikTok or mm-hmm. whatever, you tell them what you want them to do. Email Give me an me. example. Okay, email me, call yeah. me. If you want this, mm-hmm. email me. Okay. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I do get business from that. I, I'll make pleas if the market's down and I'm looking for, I've got buyers, but no sellers. Mm-hmm. I'll appeal to my clients to, like, sell their house. Okay. And say, you know, if you know of anyone, would you please, you know, refer I, them to me? How often do you think you do personal videos? And, and the reason I ask that is I think that's a very underused uh leverage tool. But I will say that I've learned uh, over the years of trying text videos that if you have an iPhone, it works really stinking good. 
if you have an Android like I have, text videos are horrible. Oh, are they? They they compress them down. They you can't do them very long. They're grainy. They're just terrible. Oh. So when I when I went back to Android, I had to like the only way for me to do it basically is like through BombBomb or another service that you can send mm-hmm. a video. Um, I think the difference though is with Apple, you're able to. Um, you're, they're actually able to download the video. They're actually see the video right there. They don't have to go to a separate link to watch the video like you do with like a bomb bomb. So the Apple is far superior in text videos. So how often do you think that you send um, text videos to people? Is it you try to do it once a month, once a week? You do a couple a month, or is it just kind of? It's catch as catch can. If I'm busy, okay. I don't do as much. Obviously, okay. I mean, but I, I try to do at least one video a month mm-hmm. where I actually have to. It's on a subject, and I edit it. Okay. Um, the ones on the phone, I'll just do as whatever. Something reminds me of a client or something. I'm okay. driving by something. I'm at a Drive store. by an In-N-Out, and you're like, hey, remember that time we looked at 82 houses exactly. in one day, and we had to stop at In-N-Out? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, that kind of thing, just yeah. spontaneous stuff, people respond to that. Oh, that's so. fantastic. I think that that's the difference, though, between and, – and you asked me earlier, why – why am I on your podcast? Exactly. Like, like, like what, what's going on here? Did nobody else show up? What's going on? Did somebody, did somebody wrap me out? What's up? Uh, it's because you have, have had a consistency and it, there's, there's something behind that consistency that, you know, there's 5,000 real estate agents in Colorado Springs and the majority of them aren't making a living. You're, you're succeeding at it, but it's also been a consistent success. It's not, you know, I, I've always been taught um, that, the market will find you out. That's the term that I was taught, you know, 15 years ago or whatever it was. I was always told the market will find you out. What that means is you may come in with a bang and you may hit it and you're like, yes, I'm the, I'm the new thing, whatever. I'm going, you know, I'm, I'm winning, I'm succeeding. But give yourself two years, give yourself three years, give yourself five years. The market will find you out for what you really are. And when you see somebody like yourself, you've been doing this eight years and you have that consistency, especially pre, during, and post COVID, you maintain a consistency. That's, that's very rare, right? That, that, that's yeah. not, that's not super normal. And so there's something in your actions that are, that are, have led you to that. And I think when, when we use the phrase, the market will find you out, I think the market has found you out and, and the market has found out, Hey, um, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to keep working hard. Yeah. I, I'm going to put in my hours every day. And that's the thing a lot of real estate agents get lost on is the hours that it takes to do that. And, and the constant mindset, because if you, if your mind is somewhere else and you just show up part-time for real estate, you're not going to think of the Smith family from two years ago in this situation and shoot them a quick video, right? You, Cause your mind's right. not there. If you're in it and this is who, this is who you are and what you do then that allows you to do that. So I think that's fantastic. That's, I, I think more, more real estate agents should do that. They should have um, very scheduled times. Like uh, in my mind, it should be a, a loan anniversary or, or a purchase anniversary, a moving anniversary, a birthday, um, you know, whatever else you find out about them. Uh, could be a, you know, could be a, a child's something, a birthday or a birth or whatever it is. And just reach out to them. I think that's huge. And you said most of your clients have become your friends. Right. That, that is helps. That, <laughs> that does help. But but think of it think of it like this. You have you have a couple different types of real estate agents. I'm sure you've dealt with them. You have the real estate agents that take the word fiduciary very seriously and they want to act as their clients in their clients' best interest. Mm-hmm. And then and part of that though is making that connection with the client and understanding them. 
But then you have the other another kind of real estate agent that I've always called the pit bull agent that they get in and I'm going to use air quotes. We're going to get it done. And they just piss everybody off. They're no, everybody's miserable. They get in, they fight over every little light switch. They fight over every, you know what I mean? Like everything's a tragedy. They want to blame the title company. They want to blame the lender. They want to blame the TC. They're like, there's something. There's always a problem everywhere, right? right. Nobody wants to work long-term with them. But the problem that they have is those are the agents in my experience that are constantly on the hunt. They're not like you getting repeat and referral business become friends with because who do you want to work with? Like if you, right. you know, if you, do you want to work with your friend? Well, of course. Do I want to go look at houses with my friend? Yeah. Do I want to go look at houses? Somebody who's just going to get in and fight for me. Okay. <laughs> I don't know any other realtors, I guess. Right. So I think, I think that's absolutely fantastic that that's the approach. Well, it that is you take. a, it is a, you know, one of the most important financial endeavors for most people. So I think, they really need to trust that you're, you've got their back and you've got yeah. their best interests. Doesn't mean that you have to be, um, you have to be rude about it, yeah. but you do have to develop relationships with other people that are involved in the yeah. transaction. Sometimes that's really hard to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you're going to bump into that other agent at some point yeah. down the road, and exactly, and you would really like On it. The other side, exactly. You'd really like your offer to get preferential treatment instead right. of instead of, instead of turned down. <laughs> so I have a couple uh, pre-scripted questions. Okay. Okay. And I know you've you've read through them. So, but I, they're going to be maybe a little off the cuff. But I'm kind of curious. So you've been doing this for eight years. What did you do prior to real estate? Well, I was um, for the la- for 25 years. I was a federal law enforcement agent. Oh. So, did my name ever come up? Well. Could you give me your social security number? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's there are a lot that's of Tim Chases. <laughs> you fa- you have found several. <laughs> so, um, with that said, we are required to mm-hmm. retire at a certain age. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's just the way the job series is is developed. And so um, you you know, ten years ahead of time, on this day, I'm retiring. Yes. Wow. So I thought I'll it's try. It's not that way in real estate, is yeah, it? Yeah, I'll try. And that, so I went from a, uh, you know, a very um, intense, on-the-job, on-call, 24-7, stress, yeah. you know, job to another one like that. So <laughs> <laughs> but um, I um, did try to retire. I tried to retire for six months. Uh, is that how long it lasted? That's how long it lasted. Wow. And uh, I discovered, though, that I had, uh, I was, you know, it was too expensive to retire. So I went back into it. Yeah. And um, my broker and I became friends because she was my realtor. Ah. So she made it look so easy, you know. <laughs> she was happy. Oh, yeah. She cashed yeah. a check. She was drinking a lot. That's yeah. what she was. <laughs> anyway, she made it look easy. So she's like, why don't you just get your license yeah. and come work with me? And I said, well, I'll come work with you if you open your own brokerage. I'm not going to pay one of these big national companies, 35%. Yeah, yeah. I'll pay you 10%, I basically told. (laughs) And she said, okay. (laughs) Oh, negotiating before your first closing, (laughs) wow. That's part of, that was part of the law enforcement thing. Okay, I was going to say, that's, that's uh, you know, at least you know what you're after. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So, no, she, she was very, she's very fair. And I'm still with her. Yeah. And um, anyway, she was a great mentor for me. Yeah. And um, she and I um, have become friends. So is it, it's a then. small brokerage. Yeah, it's only like a dozen of us. Okay. Yeah. So she opened her own. 
you went along and then over the years started develop you know bringing other people yeah. on okay. so we're always looking for good people too oh, so cool. you know like to i would like to share that with uh, <laughs> with, with any listeners yeah always yeah, looking looking for good people yeah. and i think that's that's highly important that uh, a new agent is with a uh, with a company that can show them what to do right. uh, and and you're to me for her to be able to bring you on and obviously your own work ethic and your mindset and and your style is a massive you know contributing factor to it but the fact that she could bring on a new person and have them to start to succeed that that shows that they do have a good structure and have a good mentorship right you're at. and that's what it's about too is helping others along the way you yeah. know so and you know you develop that then they're you know if you refer someone mm-hmm. then when you retire then you've got people still doing the work and you're still collecting some well paycheck, and, well you know? the beautiful <laughs> but the, here's the beautiful part is when you become repeat and referral type business, mm-hmm. you're on your way to do that as right. opposed to constantly either lead purchasing or constantly hunting where you start to get, and it, it takes several years to get there. It, it, doing it right. It takes mm-hmm. sometimes it takes people a lifetime and they never get there, but having that repeat business is a very, yeah, very big eventually deal. I am really going to retire. <laughs> How um, long do you think that second retirement's going to last? Is that? I don't know. <laughs> I I, I'm still also in the process of setting things up where I'm buying um, investment properties. Okay. So I, I, yeah. I like the investment part of it as mm-hmm. well in real estate. So I'm buying a few properties and then they will eventually provide the passive income. Do you ever do uh, investment type loans for yourself? Or do you do traditional investment loans? I do traditional loans. Like a Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac type investment loan? Yes, okay. like a conventional loan Correct. as opposed to a hard money loan. Um, yeah, well, there's they have different programs where it's um, a lot of real estate agents like to use um, where it, uh, it goes off of the, it's called like a DSCR loan, uh, debt service coverage ratio to where basically oh, right. they look at the rents of the house. And I was kind of curious, a lot of real estate agents leverage that you're going more of the conventional uh, investment property. Right, and I think okay. only because the the terms weren't as attractive. Right. The rates are better on the conventional. Right. And I'm not doing fix and flips. I'm doing holding uh, them. I'm holding. Mm -hmm. So I do a short, I have a short term rental, a midterm rental and a long term rental. I'm just trying my, so trying it out. When, when you are looking at uh, how you run real estate, uh, if you could give anybody who's listening one or two things that are a must for you to be succeeding in real estate? Is it follow-up? Is it cold call? Is it uh, buying leads from Zillow? Is it, <laughs> that was a no. <laughs> Don't uh, buy leads. <laughs> from Zillow. From anyone. From anyone. <laughs> <laughs> so if you can think of like one or two things, like if you if you stop doing this one thing, your success over the next six months would definitely fall off. If you If a mm-hmm. normal real estate agent started doing this one thing, their success definitely would pick up be available 24-7. And I say that in all seriousness. My Coming from a federal agent who's been 24-7 for 30 years. Well, I was trained, right? But my clients expect me to answer the phone at 10.30 at night. They expect me to be able to drop things and go show a house at 4 o'clock on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a commitment. Mm -hmm. It is, I don't know how 
realtors with kids and you know can, can do it can do this you know it's it's a, it would be a lot of coordination I had a but it's either full-time or you're you're not going to make it yeah. in my opinion yeah. um you got to be that, available that, that's a very consistent um message i hear from a lot of people that mm-hmm. we talk to is uh, you have to put in the time mm-hmm. don't show up for an hour make some calls and call it a day wait for the phone to ring it is literally full-time you're working all the time you're put you're putting in your 40 50 hours right, right? whatever that looks like um when you say available what's the latest you've ever had a client call you about 11 30 at night when we had a deal going okay you know that remember when they used to be at new or at midnight now we can you know yeah. we can establish and what, what is time. it yeah it's like four or five you can put the time on the on the yeah, contract i, I yeah. use eight o'clock now just in case but yeah yeah i mean yes i've been on the phone for that and they're like oh i'm so sorry to call you but yet they need you there you yeah know? i mean interesting things are falling off the were you sleeping at that time when they called no, you? No, no, no. Okay, I you, actually you. turn my phone off to go to sleep. Oh, okay. So if my phone's on, I'm available. Which is which is uh, different. A lot of real estate agents like to screen their calls. You're answering your calls. Yeah, I don't do that. Yeah. I probably <laughs> should, but I don't. It's like, oh, uh, man, another people, telemarketer. Dang it. <laughs> people get used to that. And even if I'm across from an agent who leaves me a message and says, you know, uh, if you call on Sunday, I'll get back to you on Monday. That's so frustrating to me. This is not a Monday through Saturday job. Yeah, as you know, well. When people say, oh, I'm sorry, it's calling you on the weekend. I'm like, every day is the weekend. It's, right? it, well, <laughs> the thing is, in real estate, uh, some people can't go and see a house until Saturday. Or they have, have kids. to work on and, uh, Wednesday. Exactly. Yeah. And they get off work at 6 o'clock. And mm-hmm. they still got to feed the kids and get out to go, you know, see a house. Right. Or you're selling a house. And well, no, you know, they're trying to show it at six o'clock, right. or, or you know, so it is a, a constant thing. Now, I'm going to put you on the spot just a little bit. Okay. Um, if you could just deal with buyers or sellers, what would you deal with? Oh. Well, in a seller's market, I'd like to deal with sellers. <laughs> <only>. <laughs> wow, very um, well. Yeah, uh, I like very well spoken. I like yeah. them both, and okay. I'll tell you why. Buyers, it's fun to do the shopping part. You okay. know? And yeah. so that even, you know, in a down market, it's still fun to go out and look and, and help people find like that, whatever, the dream house for them. In a seller's market, you get all the prep work done first, mm. and then the work is done by the buyer's agent. So wow. you're either like working it all up front and then you're good or, you know. Or there's no upfront. It's just you're just in it. With a buyer, right? Yeah, yeah. But the buyers are more demanding. You, know, you yeah. have to be able to go when they're where ready. Would you feel like your buyers take more time? Yes. Okay. And I've heard that. I've heard that you can generally, generally speaking, have uh, two to three listings and one buyer, and they would take about the same amount of time. Right. That's and about each right. buyer, I would think roughly 25 houses you show at least yeah. before they find the one. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. What okay? Yeah, I'm gonna put you on the spot a couple more times. Okay, okay. go try it. What <laughs> I know you answered the last <laughs> one really good. <laughs> what uh, what what do you find the most um, challenging for you? Like, what's the most challenging thing that you know you need to do, know you have to do, and it takes an internal commitment to actually push yourself to do it? You just don't like it's just not easy for you to do in this job. 
I would say doing something like a group activity, like a client appreciation thing. Ah. I know I should do it. Yeah. I just, you know, I would it's rather thing, take, yeah. I'd rather take like little groups out, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and do it. As opposed like to that. the big event where you rent, yeah, uh, you, you rent, rent the whole circus and, and yeah, 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 yeah. I just, clowns I, are coming around I and can't, all that. Yeah. I can't do it. Yeah, I just, I mean, I will if I have to, but I don't need to do that but right now. I, and, and part of the reason I wanted to ask that is I want anybody listening to understand that um, you, you're you not going to, textbook, you can't be a textbook realtor, right? Where you do, you do every single thing. You find what you're good at, you double down on what you're good at, and you keep trying to crush really what you're good at and, and stay focused. So Yeah, and don't get distracted by all the shiny things, which is <laughs> a problem with new realtors. I, I did the yep. same thing. I was like, oh, that's cool. I love that software. I did, you know, I was like buying stuff I would never use, yeah. you know, and it was just like, oh. So that, is that different than now where you're like, yeah, I just don't need that. I don't need it. I, I've tried it. I don't need it. It's not making me any money. So mm-hmm. I, on to the next thing. So do a couple things, find a couple things and do it well. And so a, a couple more interesting questions for you. Okay. And you, 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 might, you might know the answer to this one already, but if you could be in my shoes as a loan officer for a week, what would you do different than what you see most loan officers doing? Keep the parties informed of the process. Hmm. I just, I'm frustrated with that as a realtor. Like, I don't want to have to call a lender to say, how are things going? Even if I'm the seller, I I don't. And if I'm the buyer, I don't. You want want to be informed (coughs) up front. You don't want to say, hey, did that that appraisal happen? Yeah, did the appraisal. Yeah, Yeah. 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 that kind of thing. I would do that. And some lenders are good at that where they send out little email. Sure. Like, this is where we're at. Or a little video, like, this is where we're at. Yeah. Which I like um, because I – I don't think about it. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, the appraisal's due tomorrow. You like, know, so I better on. call them. And hold on a second. Out. Right. Yeah. But you probably do that, Tim. So you don't need of that. Of course advice. we do that. But I wanted to know what you did. <laughs> so how, how often, how I often. I would give everyone the money they want. <laughs> so you show up, you're like, you know what? Credit you, score 250, you got it. You look like a $750,000 buyer to me. You do have a job, right? Well, you're going to get a yeah. job, right? You're going to get okay. one? Okay. Yeah, okay. okay, all right. As yeah. long as you're going to get gonna one. You're going to move out can, of mom and dad's basement, you'll get a job. Yeah. Yeah. There's right. no, not going to be a payment shock on that million-dollar house. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't worry You've been paying it. rent for 200 bucks a yeah. month. Shouldn't shouldn't be difficult. <laughs> do you, do you, so uh, are you trying to build a team now? No. Do, do you anticipate? Well, I mean, I, I would like to build, uh, I would like to recruit agents okay. well, the, well, that I could mentor, but I don't want to like a quote A traditional team, team right? Team. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. Well, I'm not a team player. It's <laughs> 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 well, that's interesting because some people, their whole goal is to build the team. But the, in, the, the interesting part about that is I have seen so many different structures of what a team is mm-hmm. that it's... You know, not like in football, there's 11 people on the field. Everybody's got a position. They know what to do. Right. But I've seen so many different types of teams that it's hard to define what that team does and what it looks well, do like. Do teams have to share their money? They do. Okay, no. Yeah. I'm a team. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I, got, I got a couple. <laughs> do you want me to be honest? Yeah, I'm just going to do it. Do I have to share my Do you have any family members in the business? No. Are you happy Thank about that? God, yeah. Well, and they don't really understand. Like my, my 
brother just like, why do you work so hard? I'm like, uh, well, because I need to. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he's been retired for years. He yeah. just he can't understand. He he does retirement really well. Yeah. You know he golf's all the time. He plays pickleball. You know he's so he just, rocks at retirement. He rocks at retirement. I don't rock at retirement. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too you know ADD or whatever yeah, type I get, A. I got yeah, something to do. I got to have stuff to do all yeah. the time. Yeah. So. If you're not if you're not uh, you know, uh, a, f- a federal uh, employee out chasing bad guys. And, and then I'll chase the good guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there you go. You know, I, as I said, I, I, the reason I changed um, careers is because I w- wanted to expand from that, you know, eight by eight, two bedroom, one bath yeah. prison cell to something a little more. Yeah. I did. I did hear a rumor that you you still uh, you still pack. Is that true? That is true. Okay. How do you, how do you, uh, is that something you find? most realtors should do yes matter of fact i just did a tiktok video you did (laughs) okay well tell me tell me about it explaining that okay well perfect i mean as long as they are comfortable and and they're trained and they know what they're doing yeah Yeah. we meet pure strangers over a phone internet and then we show up in the middle of nowhere at a vacant house (laughs) it sounds like it sounds like the making of a really good horror story yeah it could be yeah, it's it's really risky, and especially for women too. Yeah. You know, we just we got to be prepared. Yeah. You know, so and you got to fight like hell if that ever happened. Yeah. But I want to increase my odds of winning yeah. winning yeah. that. Battle. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so. If something ever does happen, yeah, I got a I got a sixty percent higher <laughs> chance of getting out of here. Yeah, right? you yeah. gotta have, and you have to have that mentality yeah. too. Yeah, and you know? and so did you carry during uh, your federal work? Yes. Okay. Which so. So you're very comfortable with a firearm. Yes. Yes. Okay. Did Do, you hear that? Yes. Yes. <laughs> any any shoppers out there that don't know Sarah? She's very That's comfortable. Why my clients always come back. They're afraid to go elsewhere. So <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Like, you know, we just 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 call Sarah. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> well, and I do have some realtors that once they're if the, they just get started and they're in a situation where they're not really quite sure yeah you know if they should meet them then they usually call me as their backup as their backup to yeah, be there yeah. to be there or you know know where they're at which is what it's very smart should do it very anyway. smart yeah yeah every, it's, someone it, should know where you're at all the yeah. time i i would a vacant house meeting strangers I've, i mean i haven't heard a lot of stories i heard some crazy stories though with people uh, meeting and things not going so well yeah, um, yeah. you know so even like open houses too, you know, you don't do those alone. Yeah. You know, so you just prepare, just prepare for Be the Be smart worst. about it. Do you, um, do you, if, if a realtor wanted to uh, conceal carry, um, well, let me, actually, I'm going to switch the question around just a little bit. Would you suggest they open carry or conceal carry? Oh, conceal. Conceal? Yeah. Okay. And then with the conceal carry, um, where, how would you instruct somebody to go about doing that just take a class anywhere or is there a specific way that you would suggest yeah, they go about you that? can take classes i mean they're offered a lot yeah. all over the place but uh, and you know for any realtor i would just make sure you you get enough time take a class and practice 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 yeah be comfortable shooting it be comfortable loading unloading be, be comfortable I don't know, you know, right. do, I, do I have one in the chamber or do I not? Like, right. yeah, what right. does that mean? Do I have a safety on my gun? Do yeah. I not? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Don't be like those guys on TV that always seem to check. Like, you don't know you have one in the chamber. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. So you're, 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 you're carrying a nine. Um, 
you know, you know, you know, you pull the, yeah, it's, yeah, it's kind it's of funny. Like, right? Why wouldn't you load it like that? Yeah. It's, but anyway, that's uh, just <laughs> my, <laughs> my preference. Oh, that's good. Um, so, uh, another quick question for you here. Okay. Yes. Um, you spent, you mentioned you spent a lot of time working. You, you were available. When and what do you do to make sure that you have a nice, relaxed life? I shouldn't say nice, relaxed life. Obviously, you do what you want to do. I'm not, hey, hey, I'm not saying nothing, okay? You do, do how you want to do it. Uh, what do you do to unwind would be a better way to say that. Okay. Um, unwind. Well, I do try to uh, work out a couple of times a week. Okay. And then have Just go other, to a gym or a home gym or something like that? Yeah, yeah to okay. the Y and, yeah. uh, or bike or walk or whatever with friends, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. That's important, you know, to yeah. keep doing something, to be yeah. active. Um, and then my problem is taking enough vacations. Mm. I don't, I'm practicing. I don't know anything about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm practicing I'm that. Still practicing, yeah, too. So <laughs> yeah. I do need to learn to take more vacations. Yeah. But so I mean, even on vacation, you have to answer the phone. Yeah. You know, there's really no. Where, where uh, when you say go on vacation, where, what would be a good place for you to go? Would you go to the mountains? Would you go to a beach? Would you go on a road trip? What would you do? Mm, mountains I like. I have a place on a lake in oh, Michigan, nice. so I like that. I go there. And matter of fact, I just took a, uh, a, tra- a trek across country with my two dogs and my old cat, and we drove a camper over every year we do this, wow. and drive back to Michigan, and then stay at my place there, place and there, then yeah. drive back. How long do you usually stay? Uh, well, this week, this year, I did three weeks, oh, which well, is see, that's, longer that's very than good, I've though. ever done, and I, I'd like to get to that point where I'd start to take, you know. I mean, that's that's a good amount of time, but uh, in our industry, uh, outside of showing the houses, you do have a lot of opportunity to be able to do that, right? as long as you're right. still available. Right, right, right. Yeah. Do you have good internet there? I do, hey. and I'm, you know, the phone still rings. The, there fo- in the phone works. Yeah. The internet works. That's right. The cat's still old, and, and the two dogs ha- still bark. So. <laughs> <laughs> and you can hire um, people, you know, your to team out. to help out if you need yeah. it. So, you know, you got to have all of that in place. But it is important to break away and yeah. try to get How long of a drive is that? Ugh. Other than too long. Like if you had to actually. It's like 1,300 miles or something. One a, way. One way. That's a, okay. I see why you yeah. want to stay three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It's a long way. You stay four days, you're still beat tired trying yeah. to recover. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. about three days to get there, two and a half, three days. Yeah. So you, you take an RV out there? Yes. Right? I pulled yeah. a camper this time. Pulled a camper, I, okay. Last year I had my hippie van, so I yeah. just drove with everybody in the back. Yeah. It was kind of a circus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop bothering me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I had, I had a dog one time. I was driving over I-70, and I... I gave my dog, uh, the vet said to give it kava kava, which is like a root, uh, because my dog would get panicky in the car. Yeah. Uh Okay, cool. I'll give her the kava kava. Give her the kava kava. First off, she starts freaking out, like foaming at the mouth. I'm like, oh, I just killed my dog. This is awesome. Nice vet. Really cool. Finally, the dog, you know, drinks some water and gets, (laughs) yeah, gets, gets normal. And I start driving. I'm driving over I-70 and I had about an 85 pound boxer and she became extremely needy at about 85 miles an hour coming down I-70. Started climbing on my lap, started leaning on me a lot. At one point, wanted to get on my lap so bad that she stuck her foot through the steering wheel. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, crap. Oh, crap. <laughs> yeah, it can, it, can, it can be interesting. So this last weekend, um, we took our family to uh, Mount Princeton. And I don't usually take off very often. 
but it was my choice. I said, you know what? Let's make this an adventure. We're taking the dogs. Everyone's like, we can just pay some kid to let the dogs out. <laughs> it's like, nah, we're taking them because it's going to be more of I'll tell you, everything was probably four times the hassle that it needed to be with the dogs there. But there was also weird, fun adventures that showed up that you didn't quite expect having having <laughs> the dog there, right? Um, ended up places just for them, but then we ended up doing something cool. So it is it is fun to take, yeah, take an animal. There, it's so much less stress when you get there for the the dogs yeah. than staying at home with a stranger yep. or you yeah, know, that sta- kind of yeah. thing. So that, the challenge was the cat, I thought, but he was a great traveler. Really? I thought, yeah. th- I thought I was always under the impression cats were terrible yeah, travelers. He was pretty cool. Really? Yeah. His huh. name's uh, Fat Bastard. So yeah. <laughs> That's his name. You can, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. I believe that was in a, in a what was that? It was a Mike Meyer show. What yeah. was that? <laughs> what am I thinking of oh, gold? I just swore you got me to swear. Ah, you said you weren't going to swear this whole time. Yeah, there you go. We got her to swear, folks. That's not going to be beefed out. So. Okay, end but of that, podcast. But, but, that <laughs> but that is the actual cat's name. So it's it's No, no, his okay. name is Baxter. But okay. you know, I used to call him Fat Bastard because he It kind of rhymes with Baxter yeah. in a way. <laughs> it's like Fat Baxter. It's kind of, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? It just it, rolls off yeah, the tongue. It's just, yeah. just it's, na- it's natural. It's very natural. How long have you lived in Springs? Oh, I've been here now about uh, 18 years, maybe. And where did you move from? Last, uh, where was I? Detroit. Okay. So when you moved to Colorado Springs, Detroit's radically different. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> Got some eight mile going, you know. Yeah. So what? What? Um, Me and Eminem. Yeah, you guys are, yeah. yeah. We were like Like this. that, yeah. yeah, yeah. Trailer, like Trailer Park Bros. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what what shocked you moving to Springs? What I mean by that is culturally, uh, you know, uh, lifestyle. Like what was like, what was something you didn't expect? Like what was different? It was incredibly beautiful. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I started my track in Colorado, in okay. Denver. And okay. then when I got hired on the job, I kind of went to... Las Vegas and Washington D.C. and mm. Detroit and Toronto and then here. a lot of big cities. Yeah, a lot of big cities. So yeah. I wanted to come back. I chose to come back to Colorado, and okay. that's just you know, it's just the you know it's hard to explain. You see yeah. the mountains, and it's like I'm yeah, home. yeah. You can just it's all across that whole. It's just gorgeous here. Yeah, yeah. You can hop. I, I like that you can hop in a vehicle and you can be, uh, or depending on where you're at in town, you can be in a in a vehicle and anywhere in town in 25, 30 minutes. You're in the mountains. Right, right, which is which is right. great. You're not driving for an hour and a half fighting traffic to get to the mountains, which is which is very nice. Yeah. So it's just you know this is my my happy place. So okay, last <laughs> last question for you here. Okay, Ready? This don't is, this be a stumper, man. This, okay. is, this one's this one's a little hard. If you moved to a new city anywhere in America, doesn't matter where, what actions would you take? immediately to start building your real estate business? Like what, what is crucial that you know that you've learned over this last eight years? What do you have to do? I wouldn't do it. You, well, you would. <laughs> <laughs> I would stay retired. <laughs> I, would, I would retire. I wouldn't start this all over again. No, because it, you have to start somewhere, right? Yeah. You, yeah. Friends, family, that kind of thing. If you move to a, a new city, and you, you don't know, know you know work, nobody, nobody. I'd get in a different line of work. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. You got it. You have to stay somewhere. You got to have something. Yeah. yeah. It's just too hard. You know what? But if I had to. If you had to. Yeah. Gun to your head, you have to. Okay. Yeah. If I had to, then I would probably seek out a, you know, a brokerage that yeah. was doing well, that yeah. kind of fit with my 
personality. It wouldn't be one of these big, giant, no huge national, national brand companies. Yeah. No, um, but something like what I'm in now. Yeah, you know, that's just a little more. So the broker, work. the brokerage would be a massive part. And then, yeah, just join them and and um, follow what they do. Follow what they do. Yeah. 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 Well, I have had a fantastic time talking to you. Thank you, Sarah. Jim. So thank, I've thank enjoyed you. it as well. It wasn't as bad as I thought. It was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot of bad thoughts here, and none of them happened. So that's good. Well, thank you for being on the show today. And uh, tell everybody how do they how do they uh, contact you um, if they want if they wanted to see you uh, again TikTok. You're, you have a, a very yeah. easy TikTok name, right? It was like Red. What was it again? Red the Realtor. Red the Realtor. Yeah. Okay. And what if uh, they wanted to check you on YouTube? YouTube or anything like that? Is it just under your name? Yes. It's okay. typically something to do with Red the Realtor. Red the Realtor. Yeah, okay. That kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it's Front Range Real Estate Professionals and I can be reached. Do you want me to like... Yeah, yeah. Throw it, throw it okay. out there. Yeah, throw it out there. 719-494-5939. And our website is cofrontrange. at... No, cofrontrange. Co co underscore at... <laughs> uppercase <laughs> bulls oh, italicized <laughs> cofrontrange.com all right and if it's not there just go to read the realtor <laughs> Whatever, and me. sarah yeah. will be able to help you so uh that wraps up another episode thanks a lot sarah Thank and uh, we'll catch you guys next week happy birthday man. Thank you. Okay. that wraps up another episode of agent success podcast remember you can find new episodes each week at agentsuccesspodcast.com we hope you found the insights and best practices shared today truly valuable. And if you did, please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Remember, your success is a journey of learning and improvement. So let's keep hustling, thriving, and learning. Until next week, this is Tim Chase.